1998 Kissimmee tornado outbreak of February 22nd through the 23rd was a devastating tornado outbreak, the deadliest tornado event in Florida history, as a matter of fact. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History. I've done several tornado episodes of this podcast, and many involve the sunshine state of Florida. But this one reads like an old Hardy Boys book when they called it The Night of the Tornadoes, This Day in Weather History. I have been tapped on the shoulder to spend time in Orlando for the Weather Network filing stories on how amazing the weather is there and that all Canadians need to be there when winter sets in and freezes literally everything. I'm actually forever grateful for that because every time I go, it truly is a great time. I love Orlando. Let me just be on record for saying that. Now, I know that they have Disney World and Universal theme park, but there is just something so neutral about Central Florida that it feels more like home than either the northern or southern parts of the state. I mean, I love the state, but Orlando's just different. Also, tornadoes are not all that common the further you get from the Gulf of Mexico. That traditionally makes a total mess of the panhandle across the Tallahassee in the north, bordering Georgia and South Carolina. This outbreak hit particularly hard in what is known locally as the I-4 corridor of Central Florida, including the greater Orlando area. These tornadoes then went on to be considered among the strongest ever recorded in Florida. What are the odds? There was F3, and in some cases near F4, damage from this outbreak that killed, sadly, 42 people and caused 260 injuries. The previous record for the highest tornado death toll in Florida history was only 17, and that goes back to 1962. So this was not only proving my point that this is unusual for this state, the further you get from the Gulf Shores, but it also drives home that this was monumental. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. In the final tally, 12 tornadoes touched down, one of which was a long hauler running wild for nearly 30 miles. That's close to 50 kilometers. The first major touchdown, the F3 tornado of the outbreak, came at around 11.40 at night in Winter Garden near Windermere in Orange County. It claimed the lives of three souls. The deadliest and most destructive of the 12 tornadoes hit in Kissimmee and St. Cloud where 25 people died and produced near F4 damage. Only two other tornadoes in the history of the state both rated F4, that was in 1958-1966, produced more intense damage. So I say again, this was a rare occasion. Another F3 hit in Seminole County near Sanford and in Volusia County, killing 13. Then, for its finale, the last tornado of the night was a weak, comparatively speaking, F1 that hit the town of Cape Canaveral in Brevard County. Over 3,000 structures were damaged and more than 700 were completely destroyed. And now, what happened? Radar data was showing several long-lived supercell thunderstorms that had developed over the eastern Gulf of Mexico affecting the Tampa Bay area. These cells would produce seven tornadoes between about 11 p.m. on the 22nd and 2.30 in the morning on the 23rd, also known as when everyone's sleeping. 
They were fueled by an abnormally strong jet stream with warm, humid air out ahead of its cold front. This is common for this region because of its proximity to the much warmer, moist waters of the Gulf being pushed aggressively by the much colder and drier air mass sweeping in behind it from the north. This air mass then cuts across the Great Plains, and that dramatically dries out the already cold Arctic air from Canada. This will always greatly increase the odds that conditions will be favorable for strong tornado development. And it did in a deadly and most memorable record-breaking way this day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is February 23rd and we are back in the Philippines for Typhoon Wutip, known locally there as Tropical Depression Betty. It would be the most powerful February typhoon on record, surpassing Typhoon Hygos of 2015. But then remember to be back here tomorrow to listen to this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.